We're bringing on Impact's own Matt Micah, who is a former NCAA pitcher. So I just, I guess we'll start off, Matt, what, what have you noticed with this team? Um, you know, we were even talking on the car ride over here. It's such an up and down team, yet they only have 10 losses. What, what are your biggest takeaways? Well, first off, thanks so much for having me on. I appreciate it. Yeah, it was, uh, it's a blast coming here, and I've been listening to your, your guys' show. And what up, good thing, fans? Good, exactly. <laughs> You're uh, hearing some good things. But to answer your question, yeah, it's, a, it's an up and down team. Um, it, again, 10 losses. Um, there's always flirting with that top 25, and to get love, uh, North, Northern baseball love in the top 25 in the country. It's 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 rare. And you would know uh, you're an Akron guy. Exactly. You're a Mac guy. So yep, yep, exactly. And it, I mean, it's really rare to get a Northern school in the top 25. All the love goes down to the West, the SEC, the ACC, and out West and the Pac-12. But with this team, the pitching it all starts with the pitching, and um, they rely heavily. On the pitching, especially with Cam View, et cetera, et cetera, you know, a, a major league guy, a, a, a guy that can um, do very well, not just pitching in the minor leagues, but he has a, has a chance to be uh, effective at the major league level. Um, Dakota Mekis, I mean, the list goes on. With the hitting, it's a it's a it's a young team. I mean, it's a okay. very young team. Only three seniors. One one of them is a transfer from Akron, <laughs> and with with Simonton, you know, plugging into the lineup and moving his his way up to up doing the ladder. Great things, though, doing great things, doing great things. Exactly. Uh, what they need to do, these underclassmen. Obviously, every day is a learning experience. Um, and going into a game, yes, you might have an amazing day. Go four for five, three for five, a couple hits. The next day, not so much. That's baseball. I mean, that's just baseball. We saw that. I mean, it's a cruel game. Uh, you could have, um, you know, you'd be looking the ball in very well, but you might not just put, you know, the right amount of contact on it, and you might not get a barrel on the ball. And that, that's just part of the game. So the transition of going and learning from your past mistakes from a previous game, saying going 0 for 3, you can learn that and go into the next day even better and even stronger, even more confident. So with this team, it's a young team. They have a lot of talent. I mean, extremely. I mean, this team, for how young they are, is extremely good. And it's, 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 it's amazing to watch um, how they play and the team chemistry that they have together. But everything will start clicking. Uh, going into deeper into Big Ten play, that's the biggest question mark I have. Okay. Yeah, that's, I think that's one of our biggest issues as well. And uh, I mentioned I was going to ask you about Dakota Mekis. Now this it's so and you're a former pitcher and it's fascinating that a guy can go up there and K nine guys just unbelievable just throwing yep. filth up there I, yeah. but then leave these pitches over the plate and let up a few hits a string of hits um and let up runs at the end of the day like I said it's very all or nothing what what does that usually mean it, isn't that, it's funny how that works in baseball <laughs> I mean you see that at the major league level all the time a strikeout pitcher can't get his ground balls or flyouts and you can't use the left field or right field to his advantage. Um, I mean, it happens all the time. For what Dakota Mekis needs to do, I mean, obviously, he's a power pitcher. He's a big guy, just a big boy. The first time I saw him, I thought he was a tight end at first. <laughs> I, I really thought he was a tight I thought he was like a dual dual athlete. I'm like looking at the roster, wondering, because I'm looking, looking at the football roster, wondering, like, he has to play football, right? This guy is a, just a tank. Um, but he has to work on his other pitches. When he knows... And you'll be able to get a feel on the mound as a pitcher that you might not have your best stuff today. How can I get guys out with my other pitches? How can I get these guys out? If, I, if I'm if i not throwing as hard as I normally do, 
it's like a chess game. You have to throw other pitches and other in the different types of counts, and you can uh, maybe lay a little bit off uh, of a fastball, maybe get some bite to it, play with the grip a little bit, make it, make the ball move a little bit um, during during a bat, and you can play with that during practice as well, just during long toss, just catching. Um, because if you throw, if you're a pitcher and if you throw as hard as you can every single time, hitters will catch up to you. They will time you. Because these hitters, I mean, they're good. They're playing at the Division One level, and there's a reason why they're playing at Division One level. They will time you up. When you look at uh, Justin Verlander. He's not throwing as hard as he normally does at the major league level. What does he need to do to get guys out? Use other pitches and other different types of counts. That's exactly what Dakota Mekas needs to do. He needs to use all his guys in his in his field. I mean, if you think about a good hitter, they bat 300. That means they're getting out seven times out of ten. So for him, just pitch the contact. When he knows he doesn't have his best stuff, pitch the contact and let the defense do the work. Matt, uh, thanks for coming on. And We talk so much about the small ball identity of this team, and I just wanted to get your thoughts on that. You know, you used to play at the college level, and I want to ask you, you know, were you ever a part of a team that had that type of um, style? And, and what do you see out of this team that makes them special? The small ball, um, I actually played for a summer league team my between my sophomore and junior year, uh, the Newark Pilots in the um, New York Collegiate Summer League, uh, upstate New York. We were able to, it was, I mean, it's a bunch of Division three, Division two guys on our team. We were facing um, the rest of the league, essentially, had a bunch of D1 guys. It really did. Um, this, at this point in my career, I was playing for St. John Fisher, not Akron, um, mm-hmm. to clarify that. So, yeah, I was playing for a Division three school um, instead of Akron at this point. And we were playing kids from Wake Forest. We were playing kids from Clemson. Oof. And how did we win the championship? By playing small ball. We had a couple power hitters, but majority of the time, we, I mean, the lineup, I remember, I mean, clearly we had some athletes. And they got on, they hit the ball on the ground, used their legs, and then it was hit, 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 bunt, 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 and a couple steals. And we were able to put a lot of pressure on these kids that, you know, throw for Wake Forest that are hard throwers because, I mean, again, you can throw 99, 98, or 95 even, but if you throw flat and if you don't hit your spots and you continually just throw 95, guys will, t- guys will time you up, and it's easy to beat that. If you, you know, have bunts or um, steal and put a lot of pressure on, defenses can crumble, and that's what exactly what Michigan State's doing. They're using that small ball mentality um, to their advantage and, again, goes back to being a young team. Um, some of these freshmen, they're not, they haven't put the pounds on yet. They haven't put the muscle mass on yet to drive the ball into the gaps, to hit doubles, to hit, to hit triples, maybe hit home runs. Um, you know, so that will develop over time to gain that weight and to really perfect that swing. So how do you win right now? Small ball. So you're saying there's a chance for the championship. I am. <laughs> I am. I really, I really like this team. I really, really do. Um, awesome. Yeah, this, this team is... Baseball, team chemistry in baseball is probably one of the most overlooked but most appreciated so true, stats. Yeah. It's not a stat. It's just a part of the culture. If you look at every World Series roster or college World Series roster that wins a championship in baseball, team chemistry is everything. Football, you have, of course, team chemistry is big, but you, have, you can have the greatest athletes and put yourself in a position to win. Same with basketball. Baseball, it's not. It really isn't. I mean, these guys, 
have to buy into the system, buy into the team, buy into the program, and really gel with each other. Because again, one, it's a long season. Yeah. It's a grind. And if there's a couple stumbles here and there, uh, the team has to rally and, and push through that. And two, you can have multiple guys doing multiple things, as we see with Marty playing multiple positions. We see with Chris Simonson coming in as a transfer student. Um, we see guys putting in different roles. I mean, the batting lineup is always changing, it seems yeah. like. Um, and you have to buy into the system and realize you have to check your ego at the door. You really do okay. with, with the game of baseball. And I think this team is really doing that, and they really gel. And um, I know it's, it's corny, it's cliche, <laughs> but it's that like the three musketeer saying, like, one for all. Whatever that is, yeah, all for one and one for all. I yeah. mean, that's exactly what it is, though. These guys are really buying into the program and buying into that uh, that team atmosphere, and I, I, th- I think they have a chance. They really do. That's awesome. Well, Matt, thank you for coming on so late notice. That was awesome to have you. Great stuff there. Um, so, yeah, that's, that's Matt Micah, baseball analyst here at Impact.